Hey guys, welcome back. A few things before we get started as usual. Today we are actually doing an Omnia Radiation Balancer six pack giveaway. And uh, it's easy. All you have to do is email journeytotruthpodcast at gmail.com with your name, your full name and uh, phone number if you want. And we will randomly pick a winner and you, you can't tell here, but this is the six pack um, six pack of patches. And if you would like a chance to win that, just email us and we will choose a winner uh, within the following few days. And if you want an Omnia product patches or dependent, which Aaron and I are both wearing, um, okay. they're, they're actually amazing. I just started wearing mine. I actually really love it. Um, they've been getting a lot of great reviews. It. All the Omnia merchandise is 10% off with promo code truth, all caps. And that link is below in the description. The Merlin's Lab Pyramids, um, which are also amazing. Um, the 20% sale is over. It is a 10% discount code now. And that code is Journey to Truth, all caps. Uh, and that link is below in the description as well. Um, they're, they're awesome pyramids. There's um, a number of different sizes, uh, different price ranges for everybody. Um, anything else as far? Oh, Hopewell Farm CBD, that. 20% sale is over. Also, it's back to 10% and that promo code, I think is journey to truth 10. That's also in the description below. So if you're looking for some new CBD to try, I highly recommend it. Tonight, we are joined by our local friend, St. Louis native, Lily Nova. Um, she is a contactee, experiencer. She has uh, what, what Aaron and I like. She's like the Peter Slattery of... <laughs> of contactees as far as she gets yep. um, incredible, incredible footage and photographs. And we're going to go over some of that tonight. And um, it's, it's quite amazing. Actually, uh, it's, it's kind of a similar story she, with Peter. She gets pinged, goes outside, starts filming. She knows where to point the camera. We'll let her explain all that to us, but it's really next level footage. Some of it's really amazing. And we're going to get into a lot of that. Um, you can find her on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, we'll put all those links below as well. Welcome to the show, Lily. Hi, it's wonderful being here. Thank you guys. <laughs> yeah, looking forward to it. Um, Can't wait. It was actually Aaron who brought you to my attention. You were on Order of Light with Robert. And uh, that interview was amazing. It was like, wow, this is, she's capturing all this footage in St. Louis. And here I'm seeing nothing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, sometimes I do see well, stuff. Well, you see some stuff. Yeah, I do. But <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a lot level. going on in St. Louis. There is right. a lot going on in St. Louis for sure. It's more than <laughs> more than you would think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. I, th I think that's the case everywhere, really. But um, it's the not until we start focusing on it, uh, you start capturing stuff like that. So before we get into all that stuff, can you let us know like how you even stumbled into this field of photographing UFOs? Like, was there a major catalyst? What did that look like? So I, so when COVID hit, so this is fairly kind of new to me. It's happened over the last two years and it just like skyrocketed immediately. Um, when COVID hit, I turned to the stars and I started going out and shooting astrophotography, which is taking photos of the night sky. And within a couple months of getting into that, I had my first UFO encounter and it was a very close encounter. I was on my front porch. I just stepped outside for a minute in like St. Louis, St. Peter's area. So in the suburbs, and there was a craft hovering over my neighborhood. Um, an orange light appeared down the street and I looked at it for a second. And whenever I turned my head back, there was a large diamond shaped craft. I could see the lights going across it. It was only probably a few houses down and I was bending my neck, looking up at it. And it went side to side, up, down, and then came straight to me and disappeared above my head. And uh, that just <laughs> rocked my world. I was like, did that just really happen? <laughs> um, that was kind of like my, my intro. And then um, after that, I think they gave me a, a little bit of time to integrate that. And then they just started popping up left and right. And I was there with my camera. So, and I'm curious. So I just started documenting it and then it became like a daily thing. <laughs> wow. That's yes. amazing. It, so 
fast forward to date, like roughly how many sightings have you had? How many have you caught on film or photograph? Mm. I'm still going through the footage, honestly, like especially last summer. Last summer, that's when I realized. So like last winter, I'm catching them. I'm investigating them. I turn into like a UFO investigator. I wasn't a UFO person before this, but I was like, I'm figuring this out. There's something weird <laughs> going on here. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I was just like studying and researching and investigating. And then I realized that I could initiate contact with them. And that's when just everything changed. It, it became a, a very personal and intimate relationship. And I was initiating contact with them every day, all last summer. Um, I kind of chilled out as it got cold over Christmas and, um, uh, around Christmas time, I focused more on meeting them through meditation, but yeah, I was literally going out every day, making contact, catching things on camera. There's footage that I still <laughs> like my computer is just a mess. It's just filled with footage. I need to like sift through wow. <laughs> So a lot, <laughs> right? <laughs> so a lot. <laughs> so that that's actually yeah. important to go back into. You're initiating this contact, which what some people refer to as CE5 which uh, that that's what that means. Close encounters of the fifth kind, which is you initiating contact. Um, yeah. So how does that work? What do you do? Like, do you set an intention? Like you can't just haphazardly go about this because you don't know what you're calling in. Like, what is, what is your protocol? How does that look? And then I want to get into like who you've been connecting with. Yeah. So um, you definitely want to be specific about who you would like to connect with. I haven't had like a negative ET or like, <laughs> there was something that weird that happened uh, in the beginning. It was the second time I tried initiating contact. I was with other people, other astrophotographers, and um, some of them weren't cool with it. And I kind of had an iffy feeling about it. Um, and I think that they were afraid. So then we ended up having some poltergeist activity that night, some weird stuff happened. Um, I think that was just a big lesson that you want to be specific and don't be with people. If you're doing it in a group setting, be with like-minded people who are open to it and, um, just have a positive mindset with it. Yeah. So I think it's actually really important to be specific when you do a CE five, because we've had so many people we know have negative experiences. And, and if you just haphazardly go about it, um, it can be dangerous. So I'm so glad you brought that up. And so since then, how have you course corrected? You just make sure you're with the right people. Like what type of intention do you specifically set? Yeah, exactly. You want to set the intention that you are only connecting with beings of the highest love and light, you know, positive beings and don't do it with people who are afraid or who are, um, just you can you could probably pick up on the vibe if, if it's not a good idea um and also being in a positive state if you're upset or angry you know don't don't do that make sure you're in a high vibe state relaxed um and being in kind of like a blissful state is really good and um yeah those are kind of like the key things Right. Uh, whenever we're at any conference doing a Skywatch, Isetti, uh, when everybody's laughing, having a good time, it seems like we're seeing all kinds of craft, you know, and, and it'll yep. be, there'll be 200 people there. And as the group gets smaller, as the night goes on, the very last group of people that's hanging out usually has the most profound sightings um, because energetically, like you said, it actually matters. Uh, so, so that's just really important to remember. Yeah. Just go, go out there and have a good time with it. Yeah, that's another thing. So I've, and they've kind of like taught me this lesson. There's been nights where I'd go out and, you know, I wanted it to happen too badly that they just wouldn't show up because you're like wanting it too bad. But if you just kind of relax and don't really have an attachment to it, um, what really helped with me was getting into a flow state. So I started doing CE5s every day. Um, I switched from nighttime to sunset time and sunset <laughs> seems to be a really good time to do it. They were like pretty active. Um, but I would just start playing around on my camera, taking pictures of the sunset, getting into that flow state after I set the intention 
you know, I want to make contact, inviting, I call them star family. And uh, as soon as I got into that flow state, things would happen. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, Aaron, you talk about that a lot as far as like, when you want something Mm -hmm. so much, you actually create lack, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're, it's, it has to do with your, the vibration that you're in and, and what you're putting out. So you're actually, um, you're actually creating a separation there by, by like wanting it too, too much. Um, yeah. Cause you're, you're basically putting out that you don't have something and that's, that goes into the law of attraction, you know, law of the universe is like that. Like, like, uh, you, you body, you know, the, uh, what you want rather like become it rather than like, I really, really want this thing. Cause what you're putting out is like, I really, really don't have Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, exactly. It does have a lot to do with manifestation, really. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a similar thing to that, in my opinion. So mm-hmm. it's almost like, like you said, you just get in that flow state and you just get in a loving, blissful state and they're going to, you're they're now a match to their vibration and they're going to show up and then 100%. they're going to be attracted to that, to that energy as well. I'm sure. So, yeah. And there's a few other tricks. So I met somebody uh, his name's John Martin. I met him through TikTok and he posts some of his stuff on YouTube too. He's like the older male version of me. He goes out and he makes contact like nice. every night and he has a night vision camera and he gets, he has some phenomenal experiences and uh, also creating some sort of a routine with it is going to definitely mm-hmm. help your chances. Like if you just do it once and then like stop, um, I was doing it every day. <laughs> right. You know, nice. the, when I That's had that, awesome. when I had the inner earth, uh, experience that being phasing in my basement. That's exactly what I was doing. And if anyone's heard me tell that story, I was so that's persistent and I had a nightly ritual I was doing. And I think that's mm-hmm. really important because you're showing them that you, this isn't, you're not just doing it. Like you're serious about it. You're showing them you're that serious. you're serious yeah. about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes a huge difference as far as, uh, and don't get frustrated if you don't see anything, like don't go out there and like, Oh, this is bullshit. Throw your arms up. But, that, that doesn't work either. Like, yeah be persistent the last thing they want is to be like a party trick where it's like on a whim you just oh hey guys look i can make crap you know if you're in like that kind of like uh mindset i don't think you know they they don't but if you're if you're sincere and you you just like want to connect you know that's 100 yeah they want you they want you to put some effort into it Um, yeah but some people do get lucky on their first try though um but what I was going to say about my friend, John Martin, he, how it started for him was he plays guitar. He's a musician. He would go outside and he would play music for the universe. And then UFOs just started coming. And now that's amazing. He, yeah. Now he communicates with them and does CE5 with them every single night and he'll still play music. So doing something creative, um, somebody who I've done a star origin reading for recently, they, um, it's kind of just like that channeling, like whatever, whatever is creative and can get you in that moment. So he does a lot of art and I feel like they communicate with him that way. So there's different, there's different methods you can use, but. Right. Yeah. Just being in that creative yeah. mindset. Um, okay. So let's get into some of these beings. I also want to get into some more of your sightings, but I also want to get into like, who have you have you gotten any information on who is on these crafts? Um, I know you mentioned on an interview in the past, you had a vision with a blue skinned being or something like that. Can you tell us about that and then other, and then what else you've discovered? Yeah, those were, uh, I became really closely connected um, with these beings. So the first time that I went out and did like CE five, where I'm like, I'm not going, they're not just going to like pop up. I'm setting the intention to make contact with them. Within five minutes of getting out of the car, a golden orb appeared and it interacted, moved around to our, you know, I'm trying to ask it questions and stuff. And then whenever I closed my eyes, it sent me a vision of a woman with light blue skin and she had no hair and she had a silver, like skin tight space uniform and she had crew members behind her. And later on, I found out that she was Lyran and these beings. I just became very closely connected with them. A telepathic communication began um, 
they began sending me more visions as I began meditating. So the Lyrans, I had a huge relationship with. Um, then after a little bit, I also met, I also met Syrians, beings from Sirius, even feline beings, which I was like, whoa, those are real. <laughs> they are real. Right. Um, yes, they are. Yes, they're very real. And it's really interesting. I, I found out that I had a connection with Lyra when I was younger. There was a portion of my life because I'm, I'm an artist. I like to draw. I was drawing feline beings. I was drawing Lyrans as I was growing up and making up storylines about them, you know, cat heads, human bodies. Um, and then I realized, oh, that's why I was doing that. <laughs> I was subconsciously channeling that. Um, so Lyrans, Syrians, Pleiadians, I have seen some inner earth people. What's interesting about the inner earth people that I originally saw, they reminded me very Native American, very Native American vibes. Oh, that's really interesting because we've heard a lot of them have gone to inner earth um mm -hmm. through like clifford mahudi's testimony and stuff go ahead yeah that yeah that's i want to uh dig into that more but that just struck me as kind of odd and just super interesting uh they the lyrans have also showed me visions of cokia mounds which is around st louis it's an ancient native american site the oldest city in north america very ancient nobody knows where all the people went mm -hmm. They showed me visions of Kokia Mount and we live like 40 minutes away from it. Right. Uh, they've yeah. shown me visions of Kokia Mounds with the Native Americans in the field, like farming and whatnot, and Lyrans and Pleiadians there. It looked like they had a base oh, wow. there and they had a base underground. Like I went, the vision like took me underground under these tunnels. I do believe that there's still a base under Kokia Mounds. And from that, and then later seeing inner earth people that very Native American-like, I'm wondering if they took some of them down. Um, maybe that's where, maybe that's where Cokie Mountains went. Wow. Wouldn't doubt so, it. That's so that's amazing. really interesting because um, Clifford Mahuti's information, and we just talked about this on the last episode with Sue Walker, but um, mm -hmm. the, you know, they had, a, they were in communication with the star people and they during like one of the cataclysms or whatever it was they were actually um brought underground to be wow. to be saved you know to be safe mm -hmm. um for whatever was happening on the, the cataclysm yeah. yeah so and that was that was in the like grand canyon area nevada and all that stuff but it, it wouldn't surprise me if that happened all over the world you know yeah and the native Speaking americans were very close to the star people too so. Right. right. Or we, we actually started doing a documentary on the Cahokia Mounds. A you guys need years to ago. finish that. Right. We need to, yeah, I think I told you about that. Well, yeah, you know, so much. Point, we're going to finish that and put it out. I feel, I feel like it didn't happen for a reason because so, a few different people now have information coming through about Cahokia Mounds that wasn't available at the time. And it's really interesting. So I feel like oh, we yeah. can do a more complete version of what we were trying to accomplish before. You're right. You're right. Um, that's probably why. So I think that might be in the works here soon, but we'll we'll yeah. see about that. Um mm -hmm. so whenever you communicate with these beings, is this like via meditation, telepathic communication? And what kind of messages are they giving you? Mm. So in the beginning, uh so telepathic a lot. And it's kind of like a feeling it's a combination of like a feeling, a thought, and just like a sudden kind of like paragraph of information. Um, sometimes I do get words as well. So a lot of it is very um, intuitive and it comes with a, a feeling, just sudden knowings, clear, cognizant. And also I receive a lot of information through visions. So I began meditating and that's when they began showing me these like old memories and old times, like prehistoric times. They showed me flying saucers with dinosaurs and the Kogia Mountains thing. And um, I think, you know, a war that was going on on Earth a very long time ago. Um, so they began showing me things like that. And I started meditating more because I'm like, I want to see more of this. <laughs> you know, it was really yeah. cool seeing <laughs> seeing visions so that's kind of that's a a big way that i communicate with them now is through um 
through visions and telepathic, you know, images and stuff like that. Right. And have, have they gave you any information or shared any advice with you on how to communicate with them better? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually made a on my YouTube channel, I made a CE5, like how to make contact with UFOs and my CE5 story. There's some of my footage in there and it kind of runs down. Um, like I basically like channeled, I can see the paper right here, making contact, <laughs> um, like a, a, a workshop channeling exactly how to do it. Um, and a lot of it has to do with, yeah, setting the intention, putting some time and effort into it, raising your vibration, also healing, honestly, like it can be a lot of work. They, they helped me through a lot of healing, but we all have cosmic beings that we are connected to. If you're interested in this, you have a connection with them and, you know, we all have guides that can assist us with this. Um, and that just helps to raise the vibration, getting into a blissful state. You can meditate. I wasn't doing that in the beginning. Um, if you step outside for 10 minutes each night, or just look up for 10 minutes each day, uh, and set that intention and ask, you're bound to see something for sure. Um, crystals can also help. That's how they told me when the communication really picked up, you know, they, they told me to contact them to use uh, a few crystals that I had to raise the vibration. And there's also some kind of like visualization techniques that I use visualizing like a, a light coming down and connecting you or shooting a light up. It's really uh, interesting that those types of uh, visualize, visualization techniques and energy techniques are actually very, very powerful. Yeah. And this is so important yeah. to know how to do this for one main reason. So many people in the community, the truth or community, people out there, they're like starving for knowledge and they put themselves in a position where they're just relying on all these other truthers and channels for information. And they want certain individuals out there to give them the latest updates on what's going on and all this stuff. But if you do exactly what you just talked about and you start setting, creating that connection and that communication for yourself, you no longer need to rely on any external source for this information. And that's key right now because there is so much deception and so many, uh, we just don't know who to trust anymore. We don't know um, what's pure because there's infiltration and there's counterintelligence yeah. operations in, in play right now. So it's very important that if you're doing this yourself, um, you can also fact check some of these other people who are claiming to have experiences because now you have, now you have a direct line of communication where you can uh, tap into this information and see if it resonates or not. So, yeah, I think it's awesome that you just shared that because I feel like that's the next step in how we get this information yeah. moving forward. Yeah, and I feel exactly. like we need to get more into our heart and out of our heads anyway. And it, you know, so many people, it's all about the information and that's it. And they're stuck in their head. It's like we need to get into our hearts and mm -hmm. that's how we're going to, you know, right. That's how we're going to create the new earth from there and not from logic and information and all that. Like, right part yeah. of it but that's not you know if we're stuck there then we're missing the whole point you know yeah that's like the biggest thing that i think at first i thought you know well i knew this was really big as soon as the ufo started coming to me and i thought you know just document this and then helping with disclosure then as i developed an intimate relationship with them and i became they were like my sensei they were teaching me all kinds of things and mm -hmm. anybody can do this. Anybody can, if you just put, you know, some time and nurture that connection, we all have, we can all connect to a higher power and to, there are many cosmic beings that are available to help us right now. And that's kind of my mm -hmm. mission has merged from just disclosure to teaching people how to make contact and develop that, you know, within themselves. Right. Beautiful. Yeah. It's, the, Beautiful. it's a crucial next step right now. Um, because it, the information, like you said, it only gets you so far and a lot of it's distracting. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't even really like watch anybody else. Honestly, I just, I just want to like meditate on it and, and get, see it for myself. First. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, That's beautiful. I mean, yeah. 
like there's a there's a balance there though like knowing like what's going on mm-hmm. is important also even though it's surface level stuff like just an awareness so you can kind of gauge what's happening on the world mm-hmm. stage but then yeah, generally at least you don't need to know every detail right. of what's going on mm-hmm. exactly yeah, and everybody has a piece to the puzzle too we all have a piece to the yes. puzzle Right. Just like I never heard anybody else talk about the Native American inner earth. That's something that I had already like picked up on. And then you guys just mentioned that somebody else, you know, experienced that. So that was, that's just freaking awesome. We all have a piece of the puzzle. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So you recently, we, we actually met you in person for the first time at our conference and yeah. Um, the, the conference was amazing. I'd like to get your thoughts on your experience because I know it was your first conference and it was also your first introduction to the secret space program material, this information. So what was that like, uh, the, the <laughs> conference and then discovering like the secret space program side of things? Well, it definitely <laughs> blew my mind. <laughs> so, <Yep. laughs> so it was, uh, the conference was beautiful. It was at a really beautiful place. And it was honestly like kind of weird being around so many other people who were so cool and, and like that I could actually talk to. So that was really nice. Um, you know, I meet a lot of people over the internet, but not too Usually I'm the one who is kind of teaching people about this stuff. And then like walking mm-hmm. through the conference, I was hearing and learning things like left and right. It was really cool. Um, right, yeah. so yeah, so that was awesome being around, you know, other people just on this journey. And um, the secret space program, I didn't know exactly what it was. Um, so that was just kind of like shocking hearing how deep it goes and um, and meeting people with, you know, testimonies of what's going on. And it actually, I started to become kind of like triggered during the conference. And I was like, Whoa, like, I don't, I don't think that this has happened to me, but something, something had. And then, uh, and then that, that night I had a vision of a, of a Pleiadian girl with bright blue eyes and blonde hair. And I got, this was me from another lifetime. And then later on that night, I saw a Pleiadian man and woman, the parents. And I didn't, I wasn't sure exactly what had happened there. But after the conference, I realized I, in that life, I had been involved in this stuff. And it just goes way deeper and further than uh, what I ever would have expected. So, um, and now kind of signs and synchronicities are popping up left and right. So I think it's very important. This information is very important. And um, I think many of us have had a part in this more than what we would expect. <laughs> right. Yeah, so you've definitely... You- from what I understand, just talking to you, um, you've been having some like revelations surrounding this topic lately and um, remembering stuff. And you recently uh, hit your head and had a concussion, but you said that was like a catalyst for like unlocking stuff. Can you explain that? Because it's interesting. Yeah. So the, so during the conference, like I already felt like something was happening. I wasn't sure if it was just being around so many other like-minded people that are in such you know, that are raising their consciousness and and being able to access more of this information. Um, But I just knew there was something churning and moving around and it, it motivated me to want to remember more. And so something was already kind of going on the day after we get back from the conference, uh, we go to lunch, uh, Tyler and Aaron and me, we go to lunch and I ended up uh, falling down and getting a bad concussion and having to go to the hospital. And it was just out of the blue. But I knew that from that, it was supposed to bring up more memories. And there was one of the speakers at the conference had been talking about how their memories started coming back after they got into an accident and got a bad concussion. And I had just heard that a few days prior. And then as they were meditating, all of these things started coming in. So I just thought that was really interesting. And I knew that, um, that that's what, what was starting to happen. So since we got back from the conference, a bunch of stuff has, has just started coming up. I don't want to say too much because I'm still kind of like unraveling it, but Mm -hmm. it's a lot deeper and bigger than I thought. (laughs) Like some of the people, um, 
I have actually, I know, I know you guys, some of you guys from before, and there's a deeper connection there. Yeah, right. And that's, oh, wow. that's one of the commonalities that a lot of people who had experience in these programs or whatever it is, you recognize people from like a parallel life or another lifetime, whatever it is. Uh, and then you, now you want to know how you recognize them. And then these memories come back. And that's where all the exploring and the digging comes into play. And then you realize the connections you have with all these people, you understand why it's so deep now. And when you go to places like these conferences, why everyone's just connecting and you feel like you know these people already, because you are, you literally do know them already. You do. Yeah, <clears throat> it's pretty trippy. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I've, I've also found out since I got back that I actually, so I thought this all started whenever COVID started. I thought, you know, it was some sort of like an agreement to wake me up at this time. Mm-hmm. I had always known that there was something more, though. I was drawing Lyrans at like age nine and mm-hmm. um, loved space. Nice. So I know there was like a deep connection there, but I didn't think people have asked me all the time what the amount of close encounters and just experiences that I've had. You know, have you ever been abducted or has this happened since childhood? And, um, you know, I thought it started whenever COVID happened, but since the conference, I found out that it has, I have been visited as a child and there's actually a memory, um, where my mom had told me about this and I just remembered it after the concussion. So as I was a child, I was like three or four years old. My mom comes downstairs in the middle of the night and comes into the kitchen. It's dark in the kitchen and I'm sitting there and or standing there in my nightgown at like three or four and I'm pointing to the wall and I say they just went right through there and then I start looking for them and was like looking under the table looking around for whatever I my mom it creeped her out because she thought it was paranormal or something you know what are you talking about a ghost it was just really really weird and now I realize that it actually was extraterrestrials and so I'm learning more about that and uh, that I have had contact, um, very intimate contact in previous lifetimes as well with these higher dimensional beings and ETs. So all that plus the SSP stuff is all starting to come to the surface since this uh, conference and the concussion. <laughs> wow. So guys, if you're, if you're trying to unlock your memories, just go slam your head against a brick wall and yeah. And see what happens now. <laughs> Head really hard and see what happens. Yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> it always seems to be a lot of these, a lot of these people who come forward. There's some sort of catalyst like that. Uh, an MRI or concussion or surgery. Um, something tr- happens in that person's life and in that individual's life that triggers these memories. And uh mm-hmm. and it's their life is never the same. Like all of this stuff that even since COVID like has changed your life dramatically. I'm sure of it. Like how, what does that look like? Because have you had to shed like an old version of yourself good into all this? Oh my God. Yeah. Huge ego death. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I was a I mean, I still am a nutritionist, but before this I was teaching nutrition and health classes, cooking classes for a local, uh, for a university and around the community. And that's, I, I knew that, I was going to change the world. I wanted to fuel, start and fuel a revolution for nutrition and mental health. And uh, I was making content on that. I had a larger following on that than I do with this stuff. And uh, whenever the UFOs started coming, I knew this was big. And I literally dropped everything, dropped everything. And uh, and now I realize that... uh, the the revolution it's still happening and we're all part of it but it's just a little bit different of a revolution than uh i was anticipating right but yeah it's been very 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 yeah. life-changing for sure mm-hmm. well you're doing great yeah. and Thank you. i mean yeah, yeah. yeah. and I, I i know like this is just the beginning for all of us as long as we've all been into this like this is just the beginning of what we're about to discover and tap into and even see you know experience yeah, big things are coming for sure. Very big things. And especially after uh, meeting you guys in person. Um, yeah, I just, I can feel it. Things things are starting to come together. The right people are, are coming together. The right things, just things are beginning to, they're being discovered. 
more memories are coming to the surface and it's just really wild. This is just the beginning and it, yeah, it's going to be really, really big. And yeah. um, I've seen visions of the, I think the, the UFOs coming down and the contact experiences are, uh, they're going to get much more dramatic as well. <laughs> mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. It's some yeah. exciting times ahead. Definitely. Mm -hmm. um, so let's get into some of your footage and some of your sightings. Mm -hmm. uh, first of all, like, did you receive any backlash when you started posting this stuff, like from skeptics, like, you know, were people trying to say it's drones or Starlink, like what kind of backlash have you? Uh, yeah, I've definitely, people have said like, you know, you're crazy, you need some help. Um, or, you know, that's just whatever, every excuse in the book. Um, but I've actually, you know, did get a lot of people that have reached out to me and they said, you know, like your footage is some of the best I've ever seen. And, um, so it's been a mix, a mixed bag. And as I've kind of gone more into the star being specific, kind of like channelings, um, people are more open-minded to that, but yeah, the UFO stuff can be kind of tough. But uh, yeah, yeah, it depends it, on the platform it, too. You, yeah, you said TikTok is pretty rough just because of whatever reason. Yeah, it can yeah. be really good or it can be really rough. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, if yeah. it's if it's rough, that means means you're you're triggering people, you're getting information is reaching a new audience, so it's good. Yeah, exactly. As you, um, it's it's a good sign whenever you're starting to get some hate. <laughs> right yeah unfortunately yeah, exactly. well, then that means we're blessed usually means you're over the target it usually means yeah. you're on the right track if you're getting all, yeah all of. um so yeah i can share my screen and show you guys yeah walk us through some of this footage because it is incredible like some of it's like wow like that one rubik's cube thing you showed yeah uh so, i mean yeah can you guys see it yeah okay yep. so this is just like a picture of the andromeda guy that I took. I'm just showing you guys some of my astrophotography. Nice. Oh, wow. So this is the the type of astrophotography that I did. That's Orion's Nebula, and uh, here's the Pleiades star cluster. Wow. So there's some of my um, some of my just astrophotography, and so this is a this is a really good one. This is one of my best ones. Um, Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. so that's a, a close-up of a ship. This is during a CE5 contact in the middle of the day, in the middle of a park. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. <laughs> so like was this... Light. <clears throat> explain this, how this how this came about, how you saw this and this so whole... So I'll show you guys the... Uh, so here's... This is the, uh, the, the picture of it zoomed out. You can see it up here. Oh, so okay. That other photo was zoomed in. So what I did is I, this is while I was connecting with them every sunset. And, you know, we kind of had a mutual agreement. Like, <laughs> you know, I'd ask them to appear, appear on camera. And a lot of time they would. Um, and in different ways. This was actually like a really good ship. A lot of the time they can come in orbs. So this is a, a really good one. But so I just set up a time lapse where I'm taking consecutive photos. And then I got in front of it in front of the camera and started meditating and um and then they came they appeared i got them in three photos um this is the only one from uh this time that i have in this folder but yeah and then i checked back the footage and there it is wow yeah wow the and picture picture is a little bit better i'll go to that one was this one of them that you figured out who this was did you I yeah, I believe I believe these I, I believe these were Syrian, were from Sirius. But honestly, oh, I've yeah. seen so many different I've seen so many different ETs. Um, so kind of like the Lyrans, the the light blue skin people, they were with me for a long while. But I've also seen so many so many other ones, Arcturians. Right. Um, so I think I'm just kind of like a UFO magnet. And <laughs> yeah. I want yeah, so you are. I wonder if this looks more like of an intelligent consciousness craft as opposed to a physical craft, um, or it's is like it just moving kind of like it's like morphing in the three pictures that I caught of it, it, it changes yeah. its shape. Really? Yeah. The first picture, it looks more kind of like 
an orb or just something starting to manifest. So this thing popped in and out of the reality, I believe, in and out of mm. our dimension or cloaked and then uncloaked for mm. just a few frames. Um, so it was only visible for a few seconds. But yeah, a lot of them, they change shape too. Mm. Wow, that's incredible. I so this is with the night vision camera. That before, yeah. During a CE5 contact and an orb comes up from down here. Shit. Oh, yeah, I see it moving. Yep, there it is. Wow. Does it come back? I do a replay. Oh, okay. Can you guys hear it? My voice? No. Oh, no. it's funny. I was oh, like, yeah. whoa, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's straight up. I, I've, you have the the video where there's like, uh, I think it's daytime and through the trees and there's. Uh, the Rubik's Cube one. Morph. Yeah, I got that one in here, too. Yeah, so they, they would amazing. also come to me in other ways like that, especially during the day. Um, so that one I just so showed you guys for, was from actually from a live CE5, a group CE5 that I hosted on TikTok. I used to do them like every Thursday night. Um, and that's what we got. <laughs> um, he, this is a daytime. Yeah. This one's my favorite. Yeah, yeah this one. And you yeah, have this one's off. crazy. So a lot of the time they would come as like orbs of light. Sometimes you can only see them in the sun. Um so I got some of them. There were tons of orbs this day. I felt this day, like I labeled it on the folder as the day I realized the power within, because I just felt there was just a lot of, um, they were giving me downloads like crazy that day. And they, they appeared on camera like crazy that day. So, um, it was just very, very powerful and profound. So I'll go ahead and play it. And then you'll see like a Rubik's cube and orb appear. And it's like, kind of like a Rubik's cube looking thing some multi-dimensional thing uh, and you can see other orbs by the sun yeah yep there it is right and you have to slow that down too because that's like in slow motion that's pretty wild yeah here it goes it's incredible it's yeah. like yeah, it's like incredible. tumbling almost. It is, yeah. Yeah, it's changing shape. Yeah, it's like tumbling. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That's amazing. I mean, that's impressive. We see we see footage all the time, but that one in particular, I was like, wow, that's something. Like yeah. that's really cool. I mean, it's all everything that's you've shown is, but yeah. Yeah, I've never seen. Yeah, yeah, I probably have more orbs and stuff like that too. I need to finish going through that specific day because that day was just crazy. This is a light being that I've caught. Oh yeah, this is just incredible. right in front of my face. Yeah, this is right in your <laughs> so room. So what? What compelled you to take that photo? Um, a lot of it is just kind of like a ding, take a picture, like really. Yeah, I just so so this was an old classroom whenever I was teaching uh, nutrition and health that I had been working on. Mm -hmm. I, I hadn't been down there in a while and I went down there. I was meditating a lot at the time and I could feel them around me almost like all the time. Really, I could feel them around me and I just went into that room and uh, yeah, I just got the nest to take a picture. I didn't actually see this until like a couple weeks later. I was like, whoa. But I felt, you know, I felt their presence. This is the only time I've gotten them on camera like this, though. But hopefully more to come. Right. But you can see, like, rainbows. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. You, well, and I don't know. Like, I, me, I feel like you can feel, like, an energy signature coming from that. It's mm -hmm. it's powerful. Yep. Yeah. That's uh, one of the things that, and I want to post more of my footage on um on YouTube, I do have a little bit, but I want to post more of it. So they told me while I was going out and taking these pictures and, and recording them every day, that the light codes, the energy signature coming from the footage is very activating. And it would even looking back on my, uh, on my pictures, 
um, my ears would start ringing and I would feel something. So even from just looking at this footage, it, it does something to you. Mm -hmm. That's a yeah. great Absolutely. point. Thank you for bringing that up. I've, I've heard that mentioned before, but we forget about stuff like that. You know, mm -hmm. like you don't understand what, well, and that just, that just proves how everything that you view is affecting your vibration, um, mm -hmm. the good and the bad stuff. But all right, next yeah. one. These are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so this, uh, I got, so this is a, um, this was from my second encounter ever. So <laughs> this ship was probably like, maybe like 60 feet in front of me behind like a couple of trees. So this, this time, this was my second encounter. I was at an astronomy park by myself and around like one o'clock in the morning, I was in my car around, there's nothing around me besides cornfields. And suddenly just UFOs began to appear and they were in every direction. And I didn't know if they knew that I was there. This is before my communication with them was, you know, <laughs> I didn't know who they were yet. And um, I spent the night up there recording them um, all night because I was afraid to leave at the time because I didn't know, you know, or what they were, but I was fascinated. And I, I was just recording them. So this one was in front of me in the trees in front of me. And you can see a light beam appears from right there. So was this like a triangle craft or were these three separate individual? I'm not a hundred percent sure I did. So I did take some photos of it too. Um, I need to see how I, it's really hard because it's like the photos, it looks different in the photos. Like even from one photo to the next, it's like morphing and like phasing in and out. Mm, yeah. So I don't know exactly like a hundred percent what it looks like. Like in some of the photos, there were more lights down here. Um, in other photos, like, I don't know, is it looked different in a lot of the photos. Yeah. Let's, let's play this. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it gave me a light beam. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Let me try that down. I mean, it's literally a beam of light. It's not it's just, beam. and yeah. it's directed in one direction. So it's not, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. That's crazy. Literally a beam of light. Just how, like how they say in like the yeah. movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> A beam of a light. Yeah, it's wild. Um, uh, I can also wow. show you guys. So this is another CE5. Um, I really like whenever they show up, whenever I'm in the picture too, because I think it's just very poetic. <laughs> um, That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so That's... I was like, yeah, set the camera up. I was walking over towards the bench and uh, they appeared in just one photo out of this time lapse. And it looks like they... Um, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like a portal or like a rip or something. And then there's just two black triangles there and there was nothing else in any of those. And I was in these photos, like a second apart. Oh, so it wow. disappeared for a second. Yeah. Right. Just for a second. Yeah. Well, that's what they say. Um, it's, it's if you, for evidence reasons, always take three photos in a row because mm -hmm. a lot of times you capture stuff that's only there for a split second. So it'll mm -hmm. be in, one photo and not the one surrounding it, which gives it more validity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because if this would have been anything else, it, you would have seen it, you know, coming down or it, it was just mm -hmm. literally just in this one photo. Right. So yeah. That's are good for that. That's awesome. Is that, uh, are you on main street there? Is that the Missouri river? No, I was at, um, I was, uh, at a place called Lakeside park oh lakeside um, 370 yes yeah 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 i've been there a bunch of times my parents yeah i used to go time. up there every day i was doing ce5 up there like every day and i'm like nobody oh, knows nice. that i'm like capturing orbs and talking to aliens right now <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows. keep it that exactly. way exactly yeah 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 exactly so what so is this, this one so this is my first ce5 i ever did um so it's all cloudy you couldn't even see the sky at all um and this golden orb appeared. I think there were, you know, some other ones, but it was mainly like this one bright one. And this is the one that sent me a telepathic vision of the lady in the with blue skin. Oh wow. That's interesting. Nice. As you get closer, it almost looks like I mean it could be the the 
pixelation of the yeah uh, photograph also but you do I, see some like squigglies and different right that's what i'm wondering if that's just from the, the actual fuzziness of the photo or if that's mm -hmm. organic with it but it definitely that's pretty impressive that's wild yeah, it's kind of strange that there's is. like a little dip right there too yeah that's the door it doesn't it's not a perfect <laughs> circle you say it's a door yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, I, you know, it's interesting when you see these orbs, like, is it, that's what I'm talking about. Some of these might be a, like a highly sophisticated craft that could appear physical if it needed to. Um, yeah. but they probably are able to traverse long distances and other dimensions, maybe even universes, uh, by being a craft of that nature, like a light ship almost. Yeah, exactly. A lot of them yep. do come like that. And this, so the, the vision that I saw from this, and this looks small. I was like, how is this like a UFO? Nobody could fit in there. Not that, you know, that I know right. maybe they can though. Maybe yeah. they could shrink themselves down. Um, but the, the vision that it sent me, the woman, I think she was, she was projecting her consciousness through this golden orb and controlling it that way. The woman that I saw um, was laying down on a table with her eyes closed. Um, and then there was crew members standing behind her, about five crew members standing behind her. So I think she was concentrating or or maybe meditating or controlling this some way. I didn't think I didn't feel like she was dead or unconscious. I think she was controlling this orb somehow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, most likely, if that's if if that's your feeling, I'm sure that's what happened. Yeah. Um, I do see. Go back to that really quick please there are a couple other ones yeah so hold it right there so there's like we'll back it up a little bit actually they're easier to see as it's farther mm -hmm. so i see almost three of them like two to right like lined up almost yeah th so this one was like the main main one and then i do believe that there were other um right other ones that appeared and yeah. I, it was really interesting because i asked um because I had a feeling that there was, there was more. And I asked, um, I wish, or I didn't ask them, but I said, I wish that the clouds would go away so I could see, you, you know, see more. And then the clouds started going away and mm -hmm. I was like, whoa. Um, but then with the stars, it kind of made it harder to like, you know, see, but I think that there were other ones there. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've been two separate places where we've had the clouds part like that and just, like it was mm -hmm. so intentional, you know, it was pretty wild. It's pretty cool. It doesn't hurt to ask. <laughs> exactly. Definitely doesn't hurt to ask. Yeah, I think that's um that's about it that I have on here. Here's a drawing that I did of, of a, a Pleiadian woman that I connected with, and she gave me a, a message um for humanity and uh oh, mostly yeah, well just mostly just um, focusing on, you know, raising your vibration and focusing inward and not allowing, you know, outer distractions and instant mm -hmm. and, uh, and stuff like that Cre in yeah, creating that connection within yourself. I haven't read, I wrote it. I wrote it on the back of the page. I don't remember exactly what it says, but that was the gist of it. <laughs> nice. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's I made amazing. A, yeah. I made a video on YouTube and, um, where I read it too, but yeah, she's beautiful. She actually had brown hair, um, not the blonde, how a lot of the Pleiadians look. So, mm -hmm. oh wow, yeah, I would just, I thought that just, I was assuming blonde, I guess, for the one the way it's depicted. I was like, it kind of looks like Ivanka Trump, <laughs> yeah, kind of does, you're right. Um, but she's not blonde, <laughs> that's, blonde. that's not yeah. a blonde. Uh, wow, so that's yeah, that's crazy. And like you said, you haven't even gone through all of it. Like there's still so many, so many more. Uh, I spent months going through because I realized that, um, especially whenever they come as orbs, it can be hard to like, or easy to miss them. So you kind of have to like comb through. Um, yeah. I still have folders and folders that I sh should be looking into. <laughs> right. Right. Nice. Well, I'm sure there's plenty more to come. Um, uh, Wow. I mean, this. <laughs> <laughs> and we're speechless. Right. Um, if there's anything else I wanted to bring up. Like, well, yeah, it's been, been, we go uh, from there. been fun times. 
Um, I would suggest actually, so the daytime orbs, I've suggested this to some people, if you wanted to try it for yourself, you know, just making contact or seeing if anything would appear, um, pointing it towards the sun. I've had them appear that way too. Uh, the first time I tested it out, um, you know, I just said, I had a feeling that they were there and I was like, star family, are you there? I was recording the sun. And then whenever I played it back, you could see all these little orbs just came you know, across and I asked them to like make a triangle in one and they did. So um, somehow they can also appear in these little like light chips that mm -hmm. are more visible in the sun. So if you'd like to try, try putting right. out the sun and taking a picture and see what happens. They, there must, there could be like a trick, <laughs> a trick of light there that allows them to be visible where they normally wouldn't be. And I know you mentioned on a previous interview, like just because you can't see them doesn't mean they aren't there. So pay attention to how you're feeling in that moment. Have you experienced that? Like, yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Our visible light spectrum is like that small out of like, like we can, mm -hmm. we can barely see anything. Uh, trust your gut, trust, trust your feelings. And often you may have just like a warm feeling in your heart. And it used to make me cry all the time. Um, now I've gotten a little bit more used to it, but it's just a very loving, like pure your feelings so if suddenly you get hit with that there's definitely you know something something around or giving you these higher frequencies and and stuff like that right i, I mean i have been hit with that before i do know that feeling when they're around you know i'm mm -hmm. different in the aspect or in the regard to like i don't ever i never think about photographing them and I, even when i'm outside skywalking it's never my intention to capture footage i'm just always looking for the experience Mm -hmm. but now I'm starting to think of maybe it's time. Like it would be okay if I did it with intention, I didn't want to go out there with the wrong intention. Like some people would want to go capture footage so they can become popular and they probably won't see anything, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's why whenever there's CE five and those type of people are there, like nothing, nothing happens until that group gets smaller and smaller. And then the pure intent people are there. So yeah, it's just your intent. Right. Yeah. That matters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even like, now so that was like my thing i was going out and <laughs> my friend said i think they know i think they expect that you're going to be filming them <laughs> i think i think that was yeah. this this kind of like my thing but um more recently yeah i've just wanted to be more in the moment but um and not you know worrying about catching it on camera um but yeah and you can always ask them some people say that whenever they appear or they've had an experience they um get the feeling like don't pull out your phone don't pull out your camera so um mm -hmm. you can always yeah. ask ask permission basically exactly yeah totally well mm -hmm. that that because you have to ask yourself why do you want to i mean maybe you want to capture it for yourself to go back and look and make make sure you're not crazy but at the same time like if you're if you want to if you want experience an experience or if you want a sighting or contact just so you can tell somebody else about it and like feed, feed your ego because you're the one who's having these experiences. That's the wrong, that's the wrong mindset to have. Um, so I think if you're yeah. truly out there, just trying to communicate just out of curiosity and from the heart, you know, that's where mm -hmm. all this stuff happens. Mm -hmm. Exactly mm -hmm. From the heart. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, so um, can you let people know where I already mentioned it earlier, but let people know how to find you and, you offer sessions, I believe, correct? Yeah. So I do star origins readings um, where, you know, I go into meditation. I'll tell you, you know, star connection, star origins, connect with or communicate with your guides. Or um, sometimes I, I see actually ET beings that you are connected with. Um, and I also do YouTube. I'm sharing a lot of my evidence and story ce5 story just spiritual journey that this has taken me on i do meditations on youtube on sundays meditations and activations and um yeah sharing that on youtube at lily nova starseed and on instagram and tiktok as well as lily nova dot in dot space and uh, you like your TikTok channel and your Instagram channel. So where do you primarily, are you um, only doing the meditations on YouTube or do you do anything on the other ones? 
Yeah. So before I was primarily TikTok and uh, recently I, I just kind of started YouTube a couple months ago and I'm focusing on that uh, for the most part. So I'm doing the lives on YouTube. I may, I'm also posting on Instagram more. So kind of Instagram and YouTube is where I'm mostly at right now. I'm sure right. I will get, get back into uh, TikTok. Well, but. The reason I mentioned that is just so people know that like following you on different platforms is different, you know? Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And the meditation thing is key. Um, you know, a, a few episodes ago, the Navy whistleblower, he was talking about, if, if anything, we should all be meditating daily, like mass meditation, mm-hmm. like he was explaining how effective that is, and, and which we already knew, but it was just a great reminder. Um, yeah. And and we might even, we're, we get guys who are listening to this, we might have, we have something in the works, we might be doing some sort of a meditation thing uh, on our channel, a guided meditation uh, but we're we're messing with that. But stay tuned because, um, yeah, I think more and more moving forward, we have to shift our focus into that. And uh, so, yeah, exactly. Uh, one of the big things that they've been telling me, you know, I always ask ask them for advice and guidance, the star beings, and it's one of the things they've been really pushing was the singing bowls and the meditation, the live meditations. It's so powerful whenever you get together in a group, and we've even had orbs come up behind. So we we have beings there with us while we are meditating, and yeah, it's just very very powerful. Right, yeah, and and it it's literally like a, a it's a a gunshot to the dark, you know, like it definitely is. Uh, what's I'm, I can't even think of what I'm trying to say, but the dark ones don't like it when you do okay. it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Yep. One hundred percent. Right. Um. And, and I think that's part of the reason they want us to do that so much because we we don't realize like we're constantly or like like I said earlier, we're we're getting angry because nothing's happening. Like we're, when are things going to change? When is this going to happen? But if we all started doing this more, right? It's, exactly. It's going to create a ripple effect, and it's going to change. You. It's based on our collective consciousness. So mm-hmm. if we're constantly thinking that the evil is still ruling the planet, it's going to rule the planet until we change our mindset, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that was a, that's a big part of what the uh, being that I showed you guys, the Pleiadian, that was a lot of what she was saying is don't get distracted and, and feed all of the fear and the negativity. You change it within yourself yeah. and it will create a ripple effect. Right. Yes. Absolutely. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for coming on and yes. sharing everything sharing your experiences um guys go follow her check out her stuff um i'm sure there's going to be plenty more footage to come (laughs) just like Mm -hmm. i said you're only at the beginning of this and it'd be interesting to see what you unpack as far as like ssp stuff goes uh because there's a whole another world there to explore so sure is (laughs) right Well, thank you guys so much for having me on. And it was wonderful meeting you guys uh, and attending the conference as well. You guys are awesome. You threw a beautiful conference and um, I'm excited to see where this goes and see. And it's just awesome seeing everybody coming together like this. Right. right. (laughs) Yeah, of course. And and guys, just a reminder, don't forget, we are giving away a six pack of the Amia radiation balancers. Uh, All you have to do is email us at journey to truth podcast at gmail.com with your name and phone number. And we will get back to you in a few days and let you know if you won. Uh, So go ahead and do that if you missed the beginning of the episode where I announced that. Um, Thank you guys all for tuning in. Thank you so much for the love and support. Um, Everything since the conference has been amazing. Oh, by the way, uh, there was a Dutch film crew at our conference who was filming an episode for a docuseries. And um, Mm -hmm. that just released yesterday, I think, two days ago, whenever. Um, and it's pretty awesome. You know, a lot of people we'll say the that link in the description, right? Yeah. We'll put the link in the description. Uh, what you have to do to watch it is, um, download a VPN. You need to get a VPN and set it to the Netherlands because, um, it's a, it's a Dutch film. So, uh, if you want to watch it, it's super easy. You can find a free VPN and just set it for, uh, Netherlands. I used proton VPN. If you guys are just looking for one, just type that in. They even have an app and set it to Netherlands. And then you can just click the link and watch it. It's like an hour long. And 
honestly, they did a really good job. I, I thought it was pretty awesome the way they depicted the whole thing and they didn't really make a fun of it or ridicule it. Like I, apparently no. that channel has been known to do that. Um, but they, they didn't, it was done very respectfully and, uh, I highly recommend checking it out. It was, it was awesome. Thank you all for the donations, your support, your love. Anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? Nope. You're Lily. (laughs) Either one of you. No. uh, Um, We are, we are disclosure guys. We are the ones. Right. Exactly. Um, All right, guys, have a great evening and we will see you next time. Thank you.